What do you do, baby? Welcome to another episode of Colorful Commentary. I'm your host, Swagger the Kells. Better call Kel on Instagram, I think. Oh, no, the bad guy, Kells. And uh, I'm joined today by uh, the biggest bum of all time. We got <laughs> Evilis on the show. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's great to be back by popular demand. The people demand that I come back on the show, and it's good to be back. I don't know who are these people. They it is my favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite guy in the world, Biz. Biz, biz. the man. Love you, Biz. He's a rock. Wow, you said Biz. You're going to get banned. I don't care. <laughs> and we're also joined, guest appearance, uh, by my son, Alex. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm back uh, like for like the 50th time. Not really. Third time. Don't exaggerate. Third be time. Quiet. Well, before we don't go... Don't question me. Sorry. Before we move on and uh, talk about games and movies and stuff like that, I want to get I want to do some housekeeping real quick. Unfortunately, as you guys noticed, Evilist has only been in one episode since the start of the year. Uh, Jose on one episode. And unfortunately, is that um, we are dealing with technical problems at the moment. Yep. Uh, as far as I only have one Mac, and so I can only record on this. I can only record two people. Unfortunately, I tried using the USB thing. Um, <clears throat> but it's not working. It's really, it's really bad. Uh, it only lets me put two mics on the Mac. So yes, I'm sad. And with that, so we've been recording. If I record with Sock, I record on Wednesdays, and you know Sock, he takes forever editing. As far as me, you know, I edit real quick. I don't, even, I don't even care. I have it out. So for the time being, we'll be releasing episodes on Thursdays. And if I do record on the weekend with one of these guys, he'll be on Tuesday. So just expect it out either on Tuesday or on Thursday until we get everything settled. Uh, until one of these guys decides to buy a Mac. The professor over here doesn't even have a Mac. Like, it makes me sick. This guy's a professor doesn't even have a Mac. Unbelievable. Yeah, so how you been, sir, Ivelis? How you been the past month? Well, let me see. Um, it's been pretty good. It's really busy. Um... You know, the beginning of the year has been pretty, you know, annoying and kind of depressing. Um, what is depressing about the beginning of the year? I don't know, man. Just like, you know, Kobe passed away last week, and that kind of sucked. Everybody's pretty down. Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, kudos to Sak. I remember I was telling him how why I love Kobe mm-hmm, and what made mm-hmm. me like Kobe, and he just inserted the audio from Game 5, I believe, or Game 4. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. He yeah. put the audio of Kobe hitting that game, winning two-point shot, not a three-point shot, like yeah. the first set. Uh, that gave me chills, that shot. So that made me a fan. And as you know, I stopped watching basketball, clearly, when the Lakers just started sucking. That is true. I, I, you, I did. you retired. You're, you're out. I retired when Kobe retired. Now, now mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't even care. But I'm kind of interested to see because you know, like uh, today I was I was watching on ESPN, mm-hmm. and then they were passing like who was gonna be in the three point contest, and yeah. I have to most of the people that are gonna participate, I don't know who the fuck they are. <laughs> that just shows you that I stopped watching basketball. Like seriously, yeah, it's like I think now it's just like you watch it during like the playoffs. Yeah, because the playoffs <laughs> is always interesting, you yeah. know, and then yeah. you want to see the Warriors, you know, win, but not this year. I don't see the Lakers winning, mm. but we will get into that later on. Uh, but yeah, what else is going on? What else is going on? Oh, uh, let me see. So the Smash Tournament for my school for my esports, it got pushed back to the end of this month, which is good because we actually are in the process of designing jerseys for the team. Um, so the kids are excited about that. And, um, you know, we added some people. We have subs, apparently. And they're very upset about the bailiff. Well, I'll go on to that later on. 
And then tomorrow I'll be going to D.C., so that should be interesting. What are you doing in D.C.? Well, you got invited to an event called Dominicans on the Hill. Dominicans on the Hill. Yes. <laughs> and it's a, it's a great uh, um, outreach from our Democratic representative here in our district, Espilate. And um, he reached out to our school, and he wants some of the kids to come out and see how the process goes and, and also have them speak and that kind of stick. So it'll be pretty interesting to see how they react to it, being in the Capitol and, you know, looking at the, all the sites and whatnot. Sounds all interesting. Uh, Alex, what about you? You can grab the mic over there. Unfortunately, guys, we're sharing the mics here. Like, this is like going back to episode three when we were sharing mics. This is pretty sad, but if you're not, we'll be getting there. How you doing, little 12-year-old boy? I'm doing good. Um, I drank prune juice for the first time. It's disgusting. Yeah, what the hell was that about? I pick you up from school, and you and your little other interesting friend uh, wanted to buy prune juice, and I warned you, and correct me if I'm wrong, evil is... Prune juice makes you shit, yes? So what made you... I want to hear the, the origin story of this prune juice thingy. So one day we go to the store. We have to go buy something. And then I look, like you see um, there's like refrigerators. You have to open the door to get a drink. Sure. And so there is prune juice. We look at it. And then we start making jokes. And then one day, like last week or this week, actually Tuesday, Tuesday. Sure. He, I bet him. And I told him, if he brings $1 I, and he buys the prune juice, I would drink it. And he didn't bring it on Wednesday. Um, yeah, but what is it about prune juice that you guys are like, oh, you got to drink it? Like, I feel I feel like you guys were like making it seem like it was a bad juice. No. It just cleans your intestines, man. We're just laughing at it. Okay. Well, I bought you the prune juice and you took one sip. Mm-hmm. And you were done. Yeah. Made me it sick. It was garbage. You wasted my dollar. You spent it. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yep. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What else have you been doing? Um, I beat a bus to the bus stop. Oh, yeah. Another thing. This guy decided to race the bus to, what is it, 207 Street? Yep. Why? Actually, no. No. It was, well, on, it was only to one. It was only to, like, the first bus stop. The first bus stop. So you decided to take off when the light turned green? Yep. Are you aware of your surroundings? Are you aware of... The, the light... Look, we, we could have walked, and then the light was green for the bus. So we could have lost if we were slow, but we saved our energy for it. And what did you get from this race? Basically nothing. Only prune juice. Unbelievable. There you have it. This is what the cool kids in 2020 are doing. They're <laughs> racing the, bu- the bus. I'm sure you were acting like you were an overdo. No. Over to run? Oh, no. Okay. What else has been in, in your life, sir? Any fights in school? Yup, today. Oh, there was a fight. Who threw hands? <laughs> Two little kids. I was oh. I was getting lunch. Little kids, what is sixth grade, seventh grade? No, seventh, seventh. So you're calling your com- compatriots little kids? They're they're small. They're not small, small. But also oh, because you look like a freaking dinosaur, <laughs> with a, with a long neck or whatever, you consider them little kids. They're not little, little. They're they're not like my size. What was the fight about, girl? No, it's two guys, obviously. About what milk? They took my chocolate. They took each other's chocolate milk or something. I don't even know. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I was getting lunch. Okay. Did your brother see it? Yeah, he was dying of laughter because the, the literally every kid in the lunchroom circle around them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember a fight when I was in seventh grade or oh, eighth boy, grade. Here we go. Shut up. Uh, it, it started with this guy named Stevenson, and some other guy. I don't forgot his name, but Stevenson was a fat uh, African American kid. Uh. It was by the gas station on 181st, which is now not there. But Stevenson performed the 
one of the most craziest punches of all time. What? We dubbed it the helicopter punch. The hell is that? This guy. <laughs> this guy did a 360 and punched the guy. Like, why are you doing a 360? Are you building on momentum? I don't know. But it was the craziest punch of all time. And I always remember it because now I'm 30 and I was like 12 back there. So I still remember that punch. Uh, good punch. Helicopter punch. We should dub that. Anything else, sir? No. Okay, then we're going to go into the video section. Alright, so I've been playing some games. I'm going to go first for because once. I am selfish. Yeah, yeah, for once, for sure. What have I been playing? So I've started playing Pokemon. Took you a while. Because, you know, my friend, my you know, our fellow. Oh, by the way, there's no sock on the, on the show if you guys haven't realized. Uh, and no, Quavo's. Uh, I'm, be, I'm reserving Quavo's for the weekend. I need him to get back on the show because he's a coward and he needs to answer for his transgressions. Anyways, so I've been playing Pokemon and I was, again, wasting my time freaking breeding, trying to get the perfect ability. Uh, trying to get the perfect ability as far as um, um, for this po- uh, Pokemon. What, Drippy? That's the name of Derpy. Der- Derpy, sorry. It's a dragon-type Pokemon. The reason why I was doing that, I asked the kids to just trade me a dragon-type Pokemon because I'm too lazy. I don't want to go looking for it. Yeah, of course. And I wanted a fairy-type Pokemon because I want to finish the game. I want to give my verdict on it. We've been talking about this since November, and I'm getting tired of Sock just, like, shitting on the game. Like, And it's, like, aggressively shitting on the game. Like, I get it. You're, you're disappointed because you and your mind... Thought it was going to be like Breath of the Wild, but that's just ridiculous, especially if you were reading the reports before it came out. But that's besides the point. I will say that, that the game is boring. I don't I don't think there is any, like, juice. I don't know. I, I, I juice is what I'm going to say here, but there's no there's no story to it. Like, I don't care about the main character, the, 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 the main Pokemon, the Sword and Shield fucks. The starters? The legendaries. I don't oh, care the for legendaries. them. I don't care about the story. It's like, crap, we're just following this chick. Around and she like I think I have right now I'm, I just finished the sixth badge and I had to go meet her at a pizza shop like does she want a pipe? I mean that's awesome if she does but um there's good there's like for me I can get lost in breeding and shiny hunting so for some people that's time consuming I get that but for me it's fun to like wait into and in, in anticipation for the to see if you got the right you know the shiny if you still get the regular Pokemon I still look into the ability so I. I, I think I hatched like 10 eggs or 15 eggs yesterday. This is how, this is how bored I was at work. And out of all those abilities, there's one ability that, that um, Dreppy can get. And he kept getting Infiltrator and then I got the other ability. I don't know why. So uh, clearly the other ability is rare. You can get it, but it's rare. I forgot what it was called. Special. It's, they're, special. Called, they're called special abilities. All right, whatever. You know what I mean. Anyway, so I had my son Kelvin, the Pokemon master here. I'm going to beat him. Shut up. Uh, I had him, like, help me do some raids so I can get the candies so I can just, like, give it to the Pokemon. Because I'm not leaving them alone. I'm not doing it. I have no time for this. But don't give me... I, I want to beat the game. So I've been playing that. Uh, let's talk about the Final Fantasy VII trailer, Evilist. Give me your take on this trailer. And I, have you seen it? Uh, yeah, i seen it. Yeah, we'll give you an opinion in a minute. So I don't recall exactly what happened. But they did introduce a new song, which is badass. Yes. Uh, what else? So, what, tell me what you think about um, the First off, I think every time we see a new trailer, they're releasing a lot of more new things. So, for when we finally get to see the um, cross-dressing scenario with Cloud, and he goes, like, I guess some, like... Yeah, apparently the cross-dressing was an important thing for people, like, you know, because we're in 2020 now. 
you know how we are you know how the world is like and very insensitive to things so i'm glad they inserted it in the game it is a part of the game so i mm -hmm. get that i respect that yeah and then apparently um we see sephiroth and his voice actor so i think i'm very happy with the picks they did for the voice acting and apparently um sephiroth in the remake has snake eyes that's like the new thing now apparently i want to say that when i saw sephiroth and I think they use sh the shadows very, very so. It was just so good. Uh, I can't wait to play that game in 4K because the, the it, he looks scary. Like mm. you know, you see Cloud looking at him, and the other guys were looking at him. And he was just like in the shadow. You don't. You see his silhouette. You know, I'm like, oh my god, he looks terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, again, that's another thing I want to play Final Fantasy VII again. Uh, because. I want to play Final Fantasy VII again because I don't remember much of the game. I remember certain parts, but apparently you don't play the game. I mean, you don't see Sephiroth at the beginning of the game. I mean, at the beginning at Midgard, you don't see him, right? I mean, there's like at like flashbacks he pops up, but I don't. Re I know he there's parts where he kills like the president and that kind of stuff in Midgard. So he is in Midgard, but I don't recall him being. Yeah, I do recall that. Like he kills the uh, the, the president Shinra for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, the game looks amazing. It looks gorgeous. I it seems like they included way more uh, um, dialogue for the side characters. Like they make yeah, more yeah. So they're making them like more more character development, and I think that's I think I think pretty cool. I mean, because you're getting you're getting to see more characters that we weren't able to really glass you know go over in the in the original release. So I think they're really making sure they're polishing it, making the best it can be, and like even the new battle music is really good it's not even like i can't even i can't i can't look at this game and be like this sucks well i was reading i was watching tim rogers uh review of final fantasy 7 and this guy's like tim rogers used to work for kotaku now he's part-timer uh so he was talking about how if they, them including all these new dialogue for the characters it might mess up with the pacing of the game mm -hmm. it might make it like i think pacing is very important in a game because if i'm like fucking dragging along to go to where i need to go i'm gonna get upset no i'm gonna get bored when things like that happen so um hopefully the pacing of the game is not ruined for like even jose i think that he's i don't think i, I think he doesn't honestly i don't think jose wants to hate the game but like he just literally wanted a copy and paste better graphics and that's no, ridiculous that's that, that in this day and age we can't play that for game now the way people are, like, if you play a new game, they re-release it. They add, like, a fast-forward feature. Because no one has the time to sit there and play an 80-hour game in a slow turn-based combat. Like, uh -huh. no, no time for well, that. I think what they're doing is, like, you guys want Final Fantasy VII? All right, we're going to give you what we wanted to originally do with Final Fantasy VII. We're with gonna the make technology it for today. Ten yeah. times bigger. Yeah. And basically, Midgard is an entire game, apparently. And that was just literally five hours of the original game. So, yeah. I am not opposed to that. Like, if you're giving me more and you don't fuck up with the pacing... Then I'm all for it. I'm not gonna shit on the game. I'm yeah. definitely buying it. I also want to buy. I was looking into buying the deluxe version because it brings a soundtrack. Mm. I love converting the. I like. I love the music, so I'll convert it. Yeah. I have the little converter, the Mac converter, so I'll definitely will buy the deluxe version. Even if I buy the game early, I'll go and trade it in and get the deluxe. I did that with Persona. I bought Persona Five mm. days early, and then I traded it in and got the deluxe version that I had reserved. Uh, Alex, what did you think? Uh, anything else for me about Final Fantasy Seven? Well, Alex, what did you think about Final Fantasy? So, okay, I have no idea how to rate a game that I have not played. So. Sure. Well, this game came out in '97. You ten years before you were born. So. I did not even exist. You were not even on balls yet. Yeah, be quiet, bro. Uh. 
But do you want to play it? No. no. But you saw the trailer. You didn't think it was cool? The music? It, it was It was. It was cool. I yeah. thought it was nice. The thing is that Funkin' Seven, we grew up with that. It was like, you know, you growing up with Mario. Or, I guess I would have used Fortnite in this. <laughs> I know, I know. But we grew up with Final Fantasy Seven. I remember when Senior Evilist got the game, he was playing it here, like, and seeing... Yeah, I was seeing I was seeing him progress through the disc. Uh, this one too. I, I didn't play it back then. This guy was pretty selfish, but I watched a lot of game gameplay for sure. So I get it. There's a lot of fans that are upset because they don't like this part one, part two. At first, I was a little turned off by it, but I, it grew on me watching the game, the graphics, and all that stuff. So, um, give the mic back to Evil as well. Have you been playing, uh, Evil? Um, for me, uh, let me see. So, I've gone like about fifty percent through my SD Gundam Crossrays that I imported, and I think I have you know Gundam Burnout because I put like three weeks. Yeah, three. nobody care about that. I, well, I do. I'm I'm playing the. I'm talking about the import games here. Um, so that's my little niche game I'm playing. But besides that, I'm still drug, you know, grudging through Dragon Ball Kakarot, and it's really like I call it one of those games like white noise games where you play it even though it's like. Okay, it's repetition. Like, fetch quests. Oh, I gotta go. This guy needs freaking food to make food, whatever. It's annoying. And I, I didn't care for it. My only favorite thing I like about the game is the reenactment of the, the like the anime battles. And I think they did a great job with that. That's good. That's good for sure. And um, let me see what else I'm playing. I think that's pretty much it. I haven't really been. That's all you've been playing this entire time? The mm-hmm. month that you've been playing Gundam? <laughs> yeah, I love Gundam. Um, Make me oh, I, oh, wait, oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I started a new play, play my second playthrough of Fire Emblem in lieu of the DLC. Three house, three house, yeah. And it's becoming a slug because I just kind of like want to rush through it. I'm like, yeah, you see, that's why I'm like afraid of going back in because again, like I said, that game drags. <laughs> uh, I do want to do the, uh, I want to play the Blue Line story, but I'm just not gonna do it. That's I'm what like, I'm doing right now, Blue Lines, and um, so I'm gonna, yeah, to me, I mean, I'm liking it, you know. But I'm just, can I just get to the time skip already? Because I'm like, okay, I know this is going. Um, but I am gonna. I'm really excited for the DLC and like the different class and how they the, the role they play in the, in the story. Right on, right on. Any games you've been playing? What? Any other any, any other games? Yeah. Um, not for the most part. It's just been that really. I do play that. Yeah. Any other games you're looking forward to that you're gonna buy? Oh soon? yeah, for sure. Um, there is a little Metrovania game that came out today on Switch. It's called Kanai. Um, so I think um, our friend of the show, I can't name his name, will appreciate that game. Oh, Biz. The Bizman. And looking forward towards that. And it's another game called Two Point Hospital. And you run your own hospital. A whole bunch of indie, indie games that are available on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, game, the next game I'm talking about now is two, two Point Hospital. It's you run a hospital. It's like in England, I guess. And it's not like an accent. But yeah. if you have like, people come in, oh, I have lightheadedness. Their heads are usually light bulbs. And you have to like cure them and get their diseases and stuff. Why not? So it's like a play on like humor with, with, with a hospital. And that comes out end of the month. But yeah. Right on. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing, sir? Okay. What have you been playing, little boy? Okay, then. Um, I've also been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Please talk to me about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, I haven't played it, obviously. Of course. But give me your take on a one in grade at the end of, uh, out of the one out of ten. I want to grade. Uh, <coughs> just give me your take about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Give it away, little band. Okay, then. But, uh, it's good. The cutscene's basically nostalgia from, well, I barely watched it. Well, I watched it, but not like you guys, because you guys are older than me by, like, centuries. My guy. I'm literally, like, 
18 years older than you. I'm <laughs> not that old. Be quiet, okay? Whatever. Go ahead. Exactly. So the, the, you like the scenes? Of course, obviously. It's kind of what... Talk to me about the battle system. Is it like... Uh, what is that other game that came out in Zooniverse? Is it like that? It's No. It's not like that. Xenoverse is garbage. Compared to this one? Yes. Interesting. It's... I thought that it was the same thing. Hell no. Wow. Why not? Why? Because it looks better. It's not like Xenoverse 2. It's not garbage. Interesting point, sir. Uh, but what is it? like? What What makes it different, you know? What makes it different? Mm-hmm. The quality of the... The quality of the cutscenes, the quality of the game. Talk about the battle system. Oh, well, should have brought that up then. Okay, but, well, I'm asking you now. Okay. So, I got confused because circle is to hit, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm us- and I'm like used to like square, X, one sure, of those. Sure, Okay, then you're harassing me. I'm not harassing you. I'm just trying to get understand what's different about Kakarot's battle system than um, uh, Xenoverse. But um, did you finish the game? Yep. Okay. Uh do you, do they hint at like uh, a sequel or anything like that? No, it's just like regular story. There's DLC. Though. So the end of the story. There's no DLC right now. No, but they're announced the DLC in the month. Sorry. So I was reading that they're they think they're planning on doing DLC, where they're gonna add other stories. So there's rumors they may start adding stuff from the Dragon Ball Super. So that's uh, pretty dope. Yeah. If they don't charge you another sixty dollars to play Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> it'll probably be like a season pass thing. They'll that's fine. Do, like yeah. again, I know people would love to come on here and be like, "Oh, this sh- that that's uh, cut scenes. It should have just put in the game. They want to charge you for like, shut up. You know the you know the deal. It's DLC. You want to play the extra stories, then pay for it. I literally paid thirty dollars for Kingdom Hearts, and that <laughs> DLC was not worth thirty dollars. It was more like fifteen dollars. But you know what? I still I still pay for it because I am a fan of Kingdom Hearts. If you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z and you want to con- play Dragon Ball Super, pay up. Uh, yes. So, so going back to the argument, I noticed that you know in our chat we've been discussing like the, what is a DLC what is like a is a valuable based on the price you're paying for but like let's say for example we look at like Monster Hunter Iceborne which is technically a DLC or it's an expansion and you're paying $40 for it and they keep adding stuff to it like oh look it's a new it's the same animal you killed just a different color variation but you're like oh I'm gonna play this you know what I mean? but it, it's also based on your taste right so it's like if you're playing Dragon Ball Kakarot and then I was hey we're gonna add the storylines from Dragon Ball Super. You're like, what? Like, that's dope because now I get to play all the beginning of Dragon Ball Z to the end of, like, the Cell Saga, and now I get to play the Super? I mean, but the, the, the main argument here is that people love to say, oh, that they, they just, you know, they already had that in mind. They could have just included it in the game and not tried the DLC. That's not how the game industry is working. You want... Yeah, sure, they already think about DLC content before the game is released. This is obvious. And then they, uh, they put a price point on whatever it is. So, absolutely, I'm sure that Kingdom Hearts had DLC planned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it was horrible the way they put it out. It was trash. Yeah, but I think it's also for, like if you're a fan of it, then you'll be happy with what you get, right? So I mean, I mean we, we, we sidetracking here. We'll get back to this. Yeah. Uh, the um what did you think about it? Did you, what do you play? Does it have any replay value? When I say that, would you go back in and play it? No. Not at all. Maybe, maybe. Actually, yeah, maybe. Because while I was playing, like, the first day or second day, I was playing as Johan. I'm trying to beat a dinosaur. I'm not beating the dinosaur. I fall into the ground, into the void, endless void. Yep. It's a glitch. I fall into the endless void, and then I, and then I think it's auto-saved. So, cause, yeah, 
but I saved it because because it, it's clearly treasured because clearly that's well, funny. I think I think when I was playing it, it was more of a my my annoyance is the loading, like every single time you have to travel somewhere, it was loading, loading, more loading, loading. And, and, and like at that point, I would literally just go grab my phone because I'm like, this is annoying. Why is there so much <coughs> loading in this game? And then um, and then like the fetch quests were super annoying. I did like they're the, annoying. I like the community thing they did where oh, the community can, I board. didn't realize till like two days ago that you can level up the little <laughs> ones if you give them like gifts. You uh, could. Yeah, like so like I I had like Gohan and he was bronze and I mm-hmm. kept giving him stuff and he eventually leveled up to like a, a silver version. I did not know that. See, there you go. So like you, so you can like in Goku you can level him up and like instead of being bronze he'll level up to match I guess gold. So I don't know that was pretty cool. Um, but I also like they like, kept the voice actors. And, like, seeing, like, I forgot how, like, I don't know how much of an asshole Vegeta was. And then seeing him, like, just be salty that Goku's forever stronger than him. So that's pretty cool seeing that. But the battles are cool when you fight, like, Frieza and, like, you do the whole, um, uh, whatchamacallit. When they go Super Saiyan, like, they fight. Like, you can feel the strength, like, that they are Super Saiyan. Yeah. So, with that being said, give me a grade. One out of ten. What do you think about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Oh, boy. Um, they missed like a lot of important scenes. Okay. The, like the final flash, where Goku caught Trunks' sword with like one finger, I think. And um, I guess like a nine. So you're giving Dragon Ball Z Kekro a nine? I guess. <laughs> Jesus, bro. All right. So Evil says you give it a seven, and Alex here gives it a. A nine. For and right now. For right no, now. No, that's fine. We, we, we'll take the nine. Uh, I also wanted to talk about... <clears throat> give me your take. This is the year that we're going to get the next-gen consoles. This is the console that's going to define your teenage years, boy. So this is very important for you. Okay? This was my decision when I... I didn't have money back in 2005. I was a broke-ass bum. So I couldn't afford an Xbox 360 or a PS5. Okay. Until like 2007. PS5. Like two years PS3. Excuse me. PS3. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, so when I was able to afford it in 2007, I bought it for Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I decided to get a PS3 because Senor Evil had an Xbox 360. But then it started becoming a problem when I want to play Xbox. This guy <laughs> won't take the Xbox, and then I'll be sad because I want to play Halo 3 with my <laughs> friends. So I ended up buying an Xbox 360 afterwards. And then I repeated the same thing when the PS4 came out. Xbox One, I'm like, eh, screw the Xbox One. I'm going to go with the PS4, bought that first, and then I eventually... I bought the Xbox. Xbox One to play with the with the with the good brothers who are now broken up. Rest in peace. Uh, but give me your take. This is a very important decision because I, I know your brother's more of a Nintendo nerd and he's gonna stick with Nintendo. Such a bum. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, but give me your take. So PS Five, Xbox Series X. Such Which one do you want? Hypothetically speaking, your dad is like, "Hey, I got some money for you, boy. Uh, I can buy it for holiday 2020 for you." Which one were you selecting? Why? Not an Xbox. Not. An Why Xbox. is that? The name is so stupid. It looks like a refrigerator. It looks like a refrigerator. Yes. It like, it's a PC. So you're complaining. So you out of a out of a one out of ten, right? You're complaining about the design of the Xbox Series X. Give me a give me a grade for the design. One out of ten. Bro, that's a one. Wow. I'm hurt right now. I literally watched the Game Awards. Sure. To look at to see something cool, clearly because it's Game Awards, but and then I look at the Xbox and oh boy, here we go. And what it looks like? A refrigerator. A refrigerator. So you don't want none to do with Xbox. No. 
Right on. So you are here saying that for your teenage years, this is a very important moment before you hit puberty. You want the PS5. Yes. What would you play on the PS5? I don't even know. Whatever games come out. All right. You, so expect, you, you expect me to answer that when there's no when there's no like official games. Oh, that's true. That's a good point that my boy here is bringing up. That um, that Sony has not announced anything about uh, that's gonna be released with the. Oh, they did. Well, uh, Godfall. They announced Godfall. We got Hellblade too. I believe the Xbox has that coming along. Um, and the reason I'm bringing up this question is because recently, um, the Sony CEO announced that they are waiting for Microsoft to put a price point on their Xbox Series X. Now, of course, you know, I'm having this ongoing battle with the Sony mark of the biggest mark of all time, the biased piece of shit Quavers, uh, because he thinks that I'm we're still back in 2008 and seven where we, I used to be uh oh Xbox is the best nonsense. I'm over that now. I, I own all systems. I am a gamer where I don't have to be restricted to one system and then miss out on games on the other console. I don't believe in that. I like to stroke my ego, like Quavers likes to say. It's not my fault that I can't afford video games and systems, whatever. The point is that I think it's a smart business move by Sony to wait and see what Xbox is going to put out. Because if Microsoft goes, hey, guys, for $4.99, you can get the next-gen console on us. Here you go. Because I'm sure Sony wants to put their console at uh, $5.99. That is a fact. I think they want to put it at five ninety nine. Will they do it? Maybe if if Probably. Microsoft comes out and says five ninety nine for the Xbox Series X. But here's my. I think it will be five ninety nine. Saw so PS five and Xbox Series X five ninety nine. What do you think? Evil is of the situation of Sony being cowards and waiting for <laughs> Xbox to put out their price point so that Xbox can get all the shit talk from all of us because. Hey, we all know the Sony has the IPs to push their consoles. We mm-hmm. don't. I mean, and I say we because I guess I, I, let me retract that statement. I am not a mark of Xbox, but the Xbox IPs are trash. We only have Halo and fucking Gears. Sea of Thieves. I don't give a shit about that game, and whatever else is out. Um, I think you're going home, Alex. But anyways, go ahead. What do you think? What do you think, Evil is? I think it's uh, four ninety nine. Is my estimate. And I also think that, if I forget I'm wrong, but Xbox is releasing two separate systems, isn't it? Yeah. So, real quick, unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to Senor Alex. Uh, thank you for coming on the show on a guest appearance, and hopefully you'll be on in two weeks, and you'll give me your final take on Dragon Ball. Okay, okay then. Thank you, young man. Get out. <coughs> so, continue your statement. 499 on the PS5. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's funny. I mean, they're being smart. They're trying to be see what they're going to gauge, and then they're going to counter with their own price point. I think they just want to make Microsoft to take the heat first for their expensive console. I personally don't care if it's 599 I will pay for it. I'm still debating which one I get first. I'm waiting. I think I'll get the Xbox Series X because they're releasing on Halo, so I'm definitely going to want to be on Halo for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't play the Xbox. I have an Xbox One, the original one that came out, so... I'm not going to want to play on that. I want the 4K experience and the new box. So definitely, it's looking like I'm going to go with the Xbox Series X and the, at initial launch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm very... Depends what games you get. And I've been, Sony's been releasing stuff I like to play. So, And then um, a lot of our JRPGs tend to go towards uh, Sony. Yeah, I saw... So there you go. Uh, I have another question for you. I saw you downloading uh, Persona 5 Scramble. Mm. Now... For someone that would like to do that, explain to speak to them how you would 
Go about that. Yeah, go about that. So and go in depth, please. Okay. So how do you would you create a separate account, uh, like a form market? What you would do is you would uh, just uh, uh, create an email account, like a random one that you don't normally use, and then you would then sign up to an account, but make sure that you put the country, your native country, as like Japan versus being in the USA. So that way, the market when you load it up would be connected to the Japanese market eShop. So for me, I did it for like I did a Taiwan account, I did a uh, I'm sorry Hong Kong, Japan, and the UK. And what happens when you download when you buy games off that eStore, they will generate in your um, system. So they let's say you buy a game from the UK and it's already English, and eventually comes out for the uh, US, you'll have the same copy. And the only catch is that if you buy games like from the Japan or UK, you would have to get um, like Nintendo eShop money from the, in the form of its currency. So the best place to get that would be like PlayAsia. So, yeah, I remember I did this for, um, I don't know what I bought on PlayAsia. I believe I had another account. I forgot. Again, I don't recall. But so what you're saying is you go on PlayAsia mm-hmm. and you're purchasing. Uh, oh, I now remember. So what I was trying to do is. I was trying to um, download some music on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I was trying to download, I think it was New Japan music, New, the New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I wanted to download some Kenny Omega and shit, but the only, they were only available on the Japanese Apple store. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I went on Play Asia, and I think I purchased a uh, card, mm-hmm. uh, and then I got a hotel's address from, <laughs> from Tokyo, and I added that, and I got myself a Japanese yeah. Apple account, but... It, it kind of messed me up because, you know, um, you can combine both y- your Japanese Apple Music account and your U.S. account. But I pressed the wrong button, so I lost all my songs. So I just don't even do it anymore. And then eventually, the, I, I when I went visited Tokyo, uh, I bought the CDs and mm. I just burned it. But So what you're saying is you buy Sony cards or what is it? Or Switch? Yeah, so what you do is you create like a random email that you're never going to use for anything else. And you connect and you create your account, but you make sure that you base it off the country you want to get the eShop access to. Yeah, yeah. And But I missed this part when you were talking about, about getting the cards. Can you sign on your other account Yeah. and play? Yeah. So that's the that's how I play, like, the games I bought, I downloaded. I still play them on my regular um, American account. And then um, and then when you want to, like, buy games on that eShop, you would still have to... Um, you would start to download. You still have to buy the cards. Say, for example, PlayAsia, and you buy the Nintendo cards, and then you would use those currency to um, purchase whatever games you want to buy. So, like, I recently just got a Persona Scramble demo because it came out today in Japan. So I'm kind of hyped for that. I'm still loading it as we speak. So I can't wait to see how that's gonna work. I mean, apparently, it's gonna be like about 15 gigs, like retail, when you actually buy the purchase the game. But so far, what I've seen online, everyone's having a positive reaction towards the game and music, and it has that persona flair that everyone likes. So it's pretty cool. Right on. Um, I'm not going to do all that. I'm not, I'll wait till the game release. Okay. It comes out March. Uh, what is it? March 6th? Something like that? Uh, I don't know about the official date for the uh, Scramble. It uh, hasn't been American release yet. Only We only have the uh, Persona Royale release Oh, date. was it announced for the U.S. yet? Not yet, no. Wow, that's the bullshit. All right, well, we'll wait for that. Uh, any other gaming news you want to talk about? Mm, um, Pokemon we, Home for uh, those Pokemon enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Home releases on Friday. If you want it, you get the year subscription. It's fifteen ninety nine. So mm-hmm. get that money up. It's Friday payday. Come on. Yeah, and then we also have the. Um, I think it was today announced that the 
one of the co-producers um, of uh, Rockstar, Dan Got Hauser, yeah, he yeah. resigned. He's resigning. So interesting. And he's like one of the major writers for like the big games, like Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, Red Dead Redemption. So we'll see how that ramifications coming out of that. Big loss for sure. Big loss. Yeah. I was uh, watching Kind of Funny the other day, and then uh, they were referencing that Microsoft has like 15 game studios. It hasn't announced anything yet. Nope. So I'm assuming that um, my idea for them to start off the, the race is is that they need to put out these games when the game when the console mm-hmm. comes out. It's very important that games are flowing in gradually when the new console yeah. comes out because we've seen Wii U when that shit came out. The complete disaster. The Wii U is the same thing as the Xbox One. A complete failure. Mm-hmm. No games. Just literally, hey, play these indie games. Or, I mean, Wii U didn't have any indie games. No. Not, not that I recall. Not like little. Like, remember, indie games were like were starting off at yeah, that point. Yeah. Wii U was a complete disaster. It had no games uh, for like months. Yeah. And you wouldn't hear anything. Anything. And so I think it's important that these 15 game studios have been working on something that they're gradually one at the other. Start releasing some games, and they don't. You know, obviously we we're gonna get third party support, but yeah. these first person, I mean, uh, first party support, we need it. We need these AAA games, not only Halo or fucking um, Gears, because I'm kind of burned out on Gears. Halo, yeah. I haven't played in a while, but I know that every time I get into Halo, multiplayer. the multiplayer is fucking so good. And then I like doing the four player co op with the good brothers that are now um, broken up. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> But we need our fucking uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We don't have that. We need those type of games on Microsoft. So I, I have, I'm very confident that Microsoft is going to release. Uh, I, I think the, the issue is that Sony, like you know, gives money to these studios and lets them like free reign, like do what you need to do, you know. And that's what they take, take. They can take their time, and it's not being rushed. And uh, and also, it's also important to have like good partnerships with their parties. And let's look at Nintendo Switch is like an indie darling. Right? All the dar- all the indie games whoosh, go to Switch. And they sell like hotcakes because it's a portability and whatnot. I think I am uh, hoping that Disco Elysium comes out. I yeah, wanna, there's there's there's, there's talk that they're working on that being tra- which I hope so too because I don't have a Mac. Or, I mean, yeah, I don't have. You said earlier I don't have a PC that can well, run that. Well, let's not talk about that. I'm <laughs> about that. Um, I saw that Auto Auto World is coming out in March for the Switch. Uh, so there you go. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see. This is getting interesting. Sony has not revealed anything, which is surprising. I think when they revealed their PS4, they did it on a February uh, event. Everybody thought it was going to be this month or yeah. last month, whatever it is. But this is getting interesting. You know, Sony, who likes to boost about their sales and all that shit, they're, like, holding things. Then I go to E3, well, number one. So it's like, what are you guys doing? Well, I think a lot of big these big companies, are they're no longer doing E3 anymore. I think they're doing their own thing. Um, just because it's, like, you know, not that much traffic. And a lot of stuff you see at E3, they put online. So you really need to go there. So that's why they were spending most of their money doing their own events. Like like last summer, we had they all did their own events and whatnot. Right on. So the next game, for right now, I'm going to start playing Final Fantasy VII and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll finish Pokemon within the week or so because I am dedicated to finishing this, po- this game. Uh, I don't know. In Animal Crossing, I've been saying <laughs> I'm going to watch a Let's Play about it. Sock tells me that I'm not going to like it. No, you're he not. He loves it, but he says I'm not going to no. like it. Okay. I guess he's saying that it might be... Uh, I it, can't say the word, um, but I, I, I used to, I, I tried it when the last one came out because everybody was hyped, and I literally was getting triggered because I'm like I'm literally just living. It's like you're living your own life, and I'm like if I don't want to like go freaking flower, catch bugs to make money, and then it's this capitalist you know using like freaking the whatever his name is, the raccoon dude who 
he's an ass and he charges everything. People love this shit. I want to know what's the hype all about. Well, about I think it, so. it's I think it's the whole thing that you can. It's like a own little like capsulated world and like it's like Stardew Valley. You know, it's another game like that's similar to where you grow stuff and you live your own little world and you that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's the humor behind it. It's also why people love Animal Crossing. Um, and thinking about like Nintendo games that have their own flavor that people like, which is weird, and they love those kind of games. Yeah, right on. Uh, let's talk about some movies. All right. So, I watched recently, and for I have no reason to be. I just did it. I was watching the, the Lion King, the one that just recently came out. It was recently uploaded to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and I, as a kid, I remember watching Lion King mm-hmm. a couple of times. I just don't remember it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sure people watch it as a kid and then watch it as a teenager. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was more into The Crow. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing that and, and other movies like of that caliber. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Lion King, and then I was watching it with uh, with lady friend, mm-hmm. and she's a big fan of the. Uh, the original Lion King, and she mm-hmm. was complaining about how they made the the, the movie, the, the the live shit, whatever. Oh, the live version of it? Yeah, she she, she didn't like it too much. Yeah. And I feel like they did, my man Timo, and what's his other name? Pumbaa. They T- did Timon, dirty, Timon and Pumbaa. They did yeah. dirty. They look like shit. They did it like, they look like crap, man. Like, come on, man. Come on. You can't do that, man, man. Come on. So, uh, I, I, I feel like they did too, a little bit too much. I like the scene where the, the fucking the bamboo whatever his name is what's the chimpanzee oh uh, you talking about like the wise uh, band, the, the monkey dude yeah um, so you know when Simba is like looking out to the sky and then uh, I guess a part of his hair goes in the mm-hmm. in the air whatever and the movie the new one they made it seem like it went through life circle of life like that's what they that's what they designed they the fucking the, yeah, ze- they, the, the yeah. zebra ate or whatever the, or the mm-hmm. giraffe ate yeah. and then it came on the, in, the, in the shit Oh and, wow, that's yeah, yeah. It came on the shit, and then it was in the shit. So then the freaking a beetle, whatever it was, grabbed. No, oh, dun, ant, excuse dun, me, ants grabs uh-huh. it, and then it, it just goes to the guy, and then he all of a sudden knows that it's Simba. I didn't get that. That's pretty weird. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But I guess they were just trying to show the circle of life mm. and that you know, very uh, everything is connected and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, um I enjoyed it. I ain't gonna lie. So I went back and watched the um, the original one. Okay, and uh. <laughs> Apparently, uh, whoever is oh, Timon, whatever it is, he says, "You want me to dress up in drag?" And this isn't a kids' movie. Well, the it turns it's funny you said that. I remember, like, I'm currently taking a film class on like African American studies and how Africans or African Americans are portrayed in film. And yesterday we watched um, like old like Tom and Jerry cartoons, sure. and also we also looked at a movie. It's actually on Disney Plus called "The Story of the South." And boy, oh boy, this is some super racist stuff happening in Disney. <laughs> and one thing we know, know about Disney is history is that a lot of stuff was super racist, even like Captain Hook. And uh, looking even at the cartoons, there was a lot of racist undertones. And if you go to Disney World, they have a ride to start this off. And like they go to the jungle and they have like people of natives and like all oh, these are the natives. And like they have like bones in their nose and they got to be afraid of them. But this is more, you know, giving loyalty to the, like all these old. Uh, um, films from the past, but um, what I'm trying to say is, is that you know a lot of these things that we watch as kids, we don't really look at it. You just looking at it for it's funny and it's slapstick humor. But now that you're older, you, you analyze. You're like, wait, this is wrong. We're talking about Disney. Like yes. they allowed this shit to yeah to you know be yeah. put in the movie yes. back in '93 or whenever it came out. Uh, you know, obviously they're portraying Africa and that and the Lion King mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
whatever. But th- there was another scene that stood out uh, when Simba's like still haunted by his past because he mm-hmm. feels like he killed Mufasa. Yeah. And then I think the, the bamboo, whatever the fuck he is, he tells them is either you continue to hurt about the past or you learn from it and you continue like that. That that's pretty. Well, yeah, there's a lot of messages in there for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, but if you think about, it, if you go back and watch cartoons, like there's some Looney Tunes stuff we can't watch. Uh, well, there was one new town I watched last night, and it's literally Yosemite Sam, who's always playing some crazy white guy, and Bugs Bunny is literally dressed up as a slave, and he's brown, <laughs> yeah. and he's literally singing like you know the old Dixie song, and then like he sings like Yankee Doodle, you know whatever macaroni in my hair, whatever, and you're saying like, hey boy, come over here, boy is a doctor term for a slave, and oh man, I've been calling everybody a boy, right? and then like Bugs Bunny responds like, oh massa, no massa, and I'm like, this is a cartoon. This is like literally kids were watching like as little kids, but they don't. They took it off the air. Like they cleaned, like Disney cleaned house. And if you watch certain movies or cartoons, they have a, a, a like a warning. There may be some racial things in this cartoon. Um, so it's pretty crazy. I mean, obviously the world, uh, society back then was just so sensitive, uh, and well, things like that were. Well, it was it was more accepted. Yeah, it was more accepted. Yeah. Now it's like they put that out and forget it. Like gonna be. Uh, well, you know, you know what Disney does with those movies? They put them in the vault. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. they they put it in the vault if you never want to see it again. Not even yeah, but um, I would say that I like the original Lion Lion King movie. Yeah, I'm supposed to see this yeah. fucking new CGI crap that they're putting out. I, mean, I like the I like the Pixar. I saw Pets. I like Pets. pets that was pretty cool. That's a that's not what the pet that you know they like see cat what they do in their home when no one's there, none of their owners are there. That's pretty cool. So listen, we're talking about how back in the day there was a lot of racism in yeah. the movies. Let's let's move. Uh, uh, let's talk about Avatar. So after ten years. Mm-hmm. I never watched Avatar. Okay. I didn't care for it. I didn't give a fuck. I this is the, al- the, the alien one, right? I'm talking about okay, the alien Okay, okay, go fuck here. I've seen this. I actually saw it a while back. Yeah, go When they go to Pandora and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jack, I think, I forgot his last name. Yeah, I, I forget. Yeah, okay. He'd be, oh, Jake Sully, whatever. He's such a fucking American marine name. Jake Sully. And I'm not racist. Just fuck off, you fucking pundits. Uh, anyways, yo, that movie's great. I understand the hype yeah. now. I understand what people yeah. were going crazy about that, man. That movie is badass. Yeah, that movie was... Uh, was pretty and, and, and let me just say, I'm not even talking about the action because I don't care about the action. I actually fell asleep during the <laughs> last part of the movie when mm-hmm. the freaking bullshit-ass colonel... Yeah, that guy was super, like... Yeah, he was a fucking piece of shit. He was like, we got guns, we got ready to fight. It was... yeah, but he's very stereotypical, yeah. you know. I ain't like that, you know, but... so. I fell asleep during that part, so it's not about the action. It was about exploring Pandora, that the world. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. Like I mm-hmm. wanted to the way they explain the world and showed it to you and uh, expose the world to the audience was great. Yeah, great yeah. way of doing it by my man James Cameron. Um, and then I think the Britannic was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Jake or Jack, whatever the fuck his name is, mm-hmm. Jake Sully. Yeah, uh, he did a great job as well. I don't, I don't see him acting anymore. I mean, I have no idea what he's doing now. To be honest yeah, with you. he fell out. I've never seen this dude outside of that. But um, the the lady, the chick from Aliens, is there. The, she's yeah, Sigourney so, so Reaver. She's a doctor, and then they they're trying to like say like uh the Iwa, which is like the the gods. Mm-hmm. This one god, everything goes in. You know, everything goes back to the world and mm-hmm. gods, or whatever. And then she, when she's about to die, spoilers. I don't go fuck. You should have seen it. Well, I'm always old at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, she dies, and she says, "Oh, I see it." Well, about for the first time, and then the concept that they created these clones, these avatars, mm-hmm. and you can transfer your fucking soul mm-hmm. into them. That's yeah. pretty badass. 
and, and my man Jake actually su- succeeded in that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. assuming that the the other people that stayed with him that have avatars, they'll yeah. be doing the same too. And yeah. obviously, the movie's basically saying, uh, well, what is their showing is that the Earth or whatever they're gonna come back and throw hands with them or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the the where they're going for. I mean, I think I like the movie's great because has a lot of messages. You know, it talks about how like. The idea that, you know, our body, our physical body is just a shell and, like, our souls are immortal. So, even if your shell, if, if your body, you know, dies or whatever, you can still transport yourself to the avatar. You can still continue to live. So, it's like, never really die. So, I think that, that was, like, the main message about what's going on and how people, like, let's say, how looking at the world and how people with technology will destroy things that are pure. Like, think about, like, Native Americans. That's how I looked at it and how, you know, the Europeans came here and they took... The, what they had and they corrupted them like giving them alcohol and you know taking away the spirituality and whatnot so that's the analogy i saw from it because thinking about how america is i mean pluralistic and whatnot but not to go back into that tangent but the movie was amazing and that because I, I remember watching it and it's taking like forever for the next one to come out apparently yeah i was like confused over the years as to why this motherfucker is it's taking a lot forever, of, a lot of technology I think, <laughs> I think it's technology it's expensive like, too <laughs> it's very expensive technologies was part of it like if he was able to build what he did back then with in 2009 with uh, technology how it was imagine what he's gonna do now yeah. I have like I'm a fan I'm actually looking forward to I think mentioned 2, 3, and 4 are yeah. gonna be releasing I think, right back. Saying, I think it's like another year or two that the next one's coming out yeah I, I'm, I'm with it I'll definitely go watch it cause yeah. I know uh, and Sock brought up a good point I was texting mm-hmm. with him about it and he's like yo I didn't like the movie because the uh, they try to show like a white man is like gonna save all or whatever. No, but the, but the, but this is Hollywood, dude. It's ho- this Hollywood. is Hollywood back in two thousand nine. No, but no, but let me be let's be realistic here. If you ever like look at any show or anything like that, the hero's usually the white dude. Captain America. Though. Captain America, right? And then and then thinking about okay, think about Iron Man and think about his relationship with um, what's his name? It's his the other guy, War Machine. So War Machine, if you really think about it, he's what they consider in Hollywood. He's like the Tom character. He's only he's always he's is he, is he the magical Negro like my guy. Son? No, no, no. Well, you're right. That's a term like that. He is a magical Negro because it's fantasy. But also, he's a, he's told to call a, a Tom. He's that loyal, you know, African American to the white guy who has more power. He's like, I'll protect you, whatever you say. And that's pretty much what his role is. And it's interesting to look at if you look at movies, look at the main characters, look at the roles. Right. Um. But going to Tavertor. Yes, it's a great movie. Um. Yeah, I, like I said. I, I didn't care about the action. I never do. Uh, it's all about exploring Pandora. I was yeah, like, interested yeah. to learn how these these people, these aliens that were mm-hmm. there, whatever, mm-hmm. how they lived their life. And he did a fantastic job yeah, yeah. portraying that. So yeah. I'm definitely a fan. I will. I can't wait. I'm glad that I watched it ten years later. Mm-hmm. So I, never, I didn't have that. Life, life. I didn't have that fucking whole ten year wait. I only have to wait a year or two. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of action movies, are you a fan of the the Fast and the Furious? Oh man, listen, man. Are you a fan of it? Yes I or no? I honestly like, like. Have you watched the movies? Yes, I have. All of them. I stopped watching when they put like um. The Rock. No, Bow Wow was in the one Tokyo Drift. I think it was. Damn, you still watched it a while ago. Yeah, but I watched the last recent ones. I like them. So you watched them? Yeah, I like I like the side the side stories too. If uh. Hobbs and. Hobbs, I love that one. That was I remember fun. you did tell me you wanted to watch. Yeah, it. that was pretty good. I liked it. Alright, so I stopped watching these movies way back in Tokyo. I, didn't, I never cared for it. It's not the story. Like, like I said, the I action. don't care about action. I'm not an I action actually for the action. I like rom-coms because I used to watch novellas, oh, bro. Oh, dear lord. Because I watched novellas with my mom. It was mean, only one TV, yeah, so of I'm course a, I'm going to like... Yeah, I don't mind rom-coms when I was in a blue moon, but it's just... I'm not going to go to theaters to watch like it. comedic stuff. I like love stories because of my mom and novellas. I'm going to blame it on her. Okay. 
makes me so do you like ugly betty way. and uh no. oh betty like <laughs> yeah and jane, I, di- I jane diversion <laughs> no i didn't watch i didn't watch any of that shit but i'm sure i would have liked it mm-hmm. if i would have had Somebody... da- dawson's creek and uh i don't want to wait oh god I i'm sorry show. i won't sing anymore for you guys uh but yeah um I don't care about the Fast and Furious mm-hmm. series, but did you watch the trailer? I did not. They got um, my guy, John Cena, oh my is this God. guy, Donald's brother. Man, listen, man. I, it's too much. I can't. I don't even see the relation with it, but whatever. Why do you have to get the top star in WWE to like be in your movie to put it over? Like the Rock was like, nah, I don't think the they Rock need. said, "Yo, fuck you, I'm gonna take this shit." I'm well, take I think I think the Rock was beefing with. Uh, he's kind of a prick, dude. No, nah, he's he had like a tiff with Vin Diesel apparently. Because he like came in the series and took over. And then yeah, he, he did. He yeah, that uh, nah, not crying, not know? for nothing, but fucking when the Rock kind of the the series actually got more views, like people were more hyped for it. I think that's why he was like, "Yo, man, I mean, I made this like." Better. I mean, I made it better again. Speaking anyway. of the Rock, I don't want to go off tangent, but he has a movie coming out called Steamboat Willie, and my friend, that is super, super racist, and I'm surprised Disney's bringing that back. I don't know what the hell that it's is. It's like a, it's like literally in the South. It's, a, it's like a river captain. The river captain. Yeah, like after the Civil War, it's really not good. But I'll, I'll leave it at that. But um, Fast and Furious, I don't know if I'll see it in the theater. I won't pay for it. I'll probably wait till it comes to, like home. Uh, did you see that Han is back? Apparently. The who? Han. Remember Han? Han? He died Han, in Han. Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah. Apparently. I did see that. Yeah. And if I'm incorrect, yo, I don't care. I don't watch these, these I movies. I, like, a... I actually want to sit down and watch them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that state right now where I'm just watching movies that I don't give a fuck about. I'm mm-hmm. just watching them now, and I'm becoming a fan of them. But uh, I'll if, they, if it's on Netflix, sure, I'm not paying to watch these movies. No, Absolutely. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for that either. No. Uh, what other trailer we, we got? Um, we got the trailers for in the, during the Super Bowl. We got the trailers for um, the Falcon and, um, uh, and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier and Loki. We got Loki, and then and we see Wandavision. Some, we see Wandavision. That was pretty one, dope. Yeah. I, I was reading online that like people were like saying like, "Yo, they finally found out what to do with with that character <laughs> and and the actor." Yeah, she she did a fantastic job of portraying what the show's gonna be. Mm-hmm, Basically, like mm-hmm. a sitcom shit. So I'm interested to see what that turns out to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they showed, I believe, once again, the Black Widow, uh, Sock's favorite. Um, yeah, man, I'm actually hyped for that. Sock tells me, told me that he he misses Marvel movies. So I told him that he should go to watch the next one coming yeah. up, which is Black Widow. And he said no because he's <laughs> like, uh, he he's he don't like women. He, I guess he doesn't like her. To, he says she doesn't have any power. Did he? Did he not like? Did he like Wonder Woman? I don't know. You have to ask. I have to ask Sock. All right. He's a punk. Um. What do you think about it? Are you uh, for I mean, from what I saw, it looks pretty interesting. I just want to see more, you know, what they're going to do with it. I mean, Winter Soldier and the other one looks pretty dope. I like want to see what they do with that. And then um, WandaVision, Curious, uh, and the um, Black Widow looks dope out there. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah, I actually just got some tickets for uh, Birds of the Prey. Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, yeah. I wanted, I wanted Birds to, uh, yeah, Birds of Prey. I heard the reviews came out looking pretty good. Yeah, they got an A on IGN. Yeah. Uh, I reserved some tickets for this Saturday, so I'm gonna definitely want to go check it out. Uh, especially if it got good uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This this chick is pretty good. Margaret Robbie. Is yeah, man, she does a good Holly Quinn. Apparently, yeah, she's badass. So I uh, can't wait to see that. Yeah. And then I reserved my ticket for Sonic. I'm okay. gonna go take the kids for that for cool. sure. And uh, that's all I got as far as movies that I'm gonna watch soon. Uh, there's one thing I want to talk about that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Very obsessed with apparently nowadays. Um, it's it's ter- it's terrifying to be honest been watching a lot of cat videos uh <laughs> been watching a lot of cat videos on youtube you're gonna become a lover eventually 
Hey, I can see the cuteness. I see the cuteness uh-huh. of these cats, uh-huh. right? But they are unpredictable. Yeah, and they're violent. Well, no, 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 and violent. me, I will literally kick their ass if they scratch me. I, I, I think you know what it is. Like I remember, I never liked cats, and then my wife and I, you know, started dating her. She had a cat, and he was a black cat, of course. And he would trip me when I walked down the hall, and I was like this fucking asshole. And he was more scared of me than I was of him, and I didn't like him. I was like, I'm not messing with him. Then we got another cat. It was my cat at this point. And I was like, man, Matt Lolo, he was awesome. Like, What happened to the cat again? We had to give him up, unfortunately. But he was a cool cat. He played fetch. He was like a dog. And I had no problems with this fat guy. You know, so after that, after him, he kind of broke me in about getting in it with cats. So I always, I have no issues with cats I now. tell you not to get one. I already just got a dog. But they are scary. I agree with you. Like, you can be at night, and they'll be rolling up on you, above you in the pillow. And you're like, what the hell? Nah, you see, I don't need that shit. And I don't want nobody near around me when I'm sleeping. I really hate the meowing when you're, when you're sleeping. Because they're trying to wake you up for whatever. Food. Food. But, yo, no, I, I cannot stand it. Like, I want to beat the shit out of them. And I, I, and don't call uh, what is it? Uh, PCA, yeah, right? don't call him. Don't call him. I'm just this is how I feel about cats, and I am I'm the right to, to talk well, about I, it. I think you're you're a dog person. You're not a cat person. I'm a dog person. So there's this show on Animal Planet with <laughs> the cat lover, some big tall dude that's like a rock star, but he's also like a, a, a cat. He's a cat whisperer. Behaviors, yeah. So like I watch his show now. I'm like, cause I'm interested in learning how cats act and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 some of them are nice, but I just don't understand. They use a lot of body language that I don't get. They're very different from dogs. I thought you know with dogs if their tails wagging. No, if a cat's wagging so really fast, he's about to throw hands. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. Like I didn't know that. You know. If they get on their tummy, that means they trust you. Um, there's something called um cat chirping. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing, and it's part is funny though. But they go meow 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 meow, and it's like they're chirping because they're getting excited, and that's they do that when they're about to kill something. Yeah, well, I digress. Screw cats. I'm not. I will never get one. But I can see the cuteness. But mm-hmm. no, not for me. Um, do you guys watch any deals? Um, what have I watched? I mean, I've been a lot of a lot of oh, we got it. you haven't watched it. You suck. Uh, we got the official release date for Castlevania season three. Yes, I'm, I know. I, we were just talking about that. I'm, I looked at me. Oh, well, because people were saying that it was gonna come out last December, but then officially now it's coming out on March fifth. Yeah, I'm hyped for it. I think we see Hector. Uh, we see. I, th- I think that's the bad one. Yeah, I think they're gonna do like um. Well, it's not Dracula's, it's not Dracula's Curse. It's the other one that came out on PS2. Yeah, yeah, Har- uh, Harmony. I know what you're talking about. That yeah, Hector Harmony of Dissidents, I think it is. Yeah, not yeah, this. yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for I'm excited for the Castlevania coming out next month, yeah. March 5th. Uh, I see Alucard still up in there. Um, which is kind of not true, but, you know. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was around there, but I'm just see what they do when they get to, like, Symphony Night. It'll be a little different. Like, it'll be Richter instead of... Uh, yeah, man. But I'm just happy that they're still continuing with it. And then, like, uh, they have a date for uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, yeah. October 2020, we got The Mandalorian Season 2 with and Baby the, Yoda. What did you feel about Baby Nut? The, that's so stupid. They're yo, trying everything's to, not they, Baby No, they're trying to make money off the whole Baby thing now. Well, everybody was making fun of Baby Nut. Like, yo, you want this Nut, Baby? Mm, I give it to Baby Nut. Oh, nine. Lord. I mean, that's play out words, right? Baby Nut. And nine. speaking of Baby Nut, let's talk about some sports now. Uh, we... Um, well, we got to say we're, we feel bad for Alex, um, the San Francisco 49ers took an L. Yep, unfortunately. I was rooting for the San Francisco 49ers to win. Just kidding. Bullshit. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, bro. You can call me a hater. I'm sorry, but I don't want to see you happy that your team won. This is what you get when you talk shit over the years. And, yes, you haven't really talked shit this past season. but He's been good. 
You've been good, but you know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it was. It was I know what happens when you win. We all know what happens. Oh man, I don't think any, I don't think anybody wants to start saying man. stupid shit randomly. Yo, I could be fucking June or April, and this guy's still referencing shit like, "Oh yeah, the Super Bowl and whatever." Like, dude, shut the fuck up. But anyway, he took his L like a man. He's been quiet in the chat. Um, of course, Georgie has been annoying, uh, tweeting shit, texting stuff. Like, it's always a fucking New York fan, yo. I regret being a New York Yankees fan. <laughs> Seriously. I really do. The fan base are fucking idiots. Ob- obnoxious. Nah, I don't think all of them are. Sorry. The not all of them. But there are obnoxious New York fans. I mean, look, man. As your resident Red Sox Boston fan here, living in New York, born and raised, I have come across a lot of Yankee fans that are pretty chill. We can talk about baseball, and they're not totally annoying. Are they being yeah. like, we won 27 rings? Well, you weren't even born then. We, but we, we, We're going to get to that in a minute, but let's not digress. Let's go back to the Super Bowl. What did you think about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl was awesome. Yo, amazing. Good yeah. fucking halftime show. Yeah, it was great. Well, minus J-Lo, but... Oh, shut up. I mean, listen, man. This girl, that was, she was like literally on drugs or something. I don't know. She was comatose. Her performance sucked. <laughs> the lip syncing was trash. Yeah. But I think Shakira kicked the ass. I loved her For performance. Sure. I think yeah. she needed that Shakira uh, booty shaking. Yeah, she did. Uh, J-Lo's daughter did a good job. Yeah, she did a good job. I mean, but she, clearly she got that those vocals from her dad. But uh, Mark Anthony, absolutely. It was a good game. A very entertaining game. It was 31-20. I think yeah. I predicted 31-27. So I was yeah. close. Yeah. Uh, I'm just happy that you know, I I even said the Chiefs were going to make it to the Super Bowl. I didn't think the Niners were, but, you know, they ran Well, I, don't, I think my prediction was the Niners would reach the way they were playing in that side of the, you know. Like I said, I feel like they should have won it a year ago when the Patriots got away with some bullshit and they well, made but, it to the well, Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think they should have won it that year, so I would like they were due in a mm-hmm. way. So that's why yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think the Ravens were going to win it. Do I think the Ravens are going to win next year? Absolutely. That's our year, next year for sure. But Mark Jackson will have three years in the, uh, in the, in the league, but... Um, <clears throat> I think it was a great Super Bowl. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Uh, <laughs> I get it an eight out of ten. It's a solid sure. eight. A solid eight for sure. Um, great, great job by Fox. Uh, last year's um uh, was hosted by CBS, and that show was boring. Their music is boring. It just feels like it's old school fucking sports watching. Like I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, so um, I like yeah. Troy, Troy Aikman. Even Joe Buck did a. Uh, they should, a they should have Tony Romo go up in there and. Uh, well, Tony Romo's on CBS. I know, man. He, Tony was, he was there last year. But, <laughs> He's so dope. Tony I don't know who gets next year. Probably NBC. Uh, but um, now let's talk about baseball. You were talking about being a Red Sox fan. Ah oh, man. Please explain to me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yo, why the hell? Mm-hmm. And I get it. Mookie bets. No money. Five two. And uh, a five-two player, yeah. that could do it all. Could do yeah. it all. A former MVP, yep. former World Series champion, yep. a four-time batting champion. Yep. Right? No, four-time uh, All-Star, whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, Silver Slugger award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Silver Slugger, Silver Slugger. There you go. Uh, it's just sad that management who has money, apparently John Henry, your 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 uh, owner, your owner has money, refused to make. Yeah, man, but Mookie Betts one of the top play, uh, top paid players in the MLB. And I hear you groaning over there. Man, no, no, he's 27. Yeah. No, well, not that. I mean, this dude wants 412 million, 12 years. That's a lot of money locked on a guy for, man. He'll be 39. Exactly. When did that That's ends, freaking 400. That's a lot of money. Look, no. honestly, look, he's my favorite baseball player. Am I sad? Am I going through it? Yes. Is he going to the Dodgers? They're going to go to Rose Sewers and die? I mean, lose again? Yes. Shut up. I mean, like, but this is the thing. First of all, you're right. We. We could have done something about it, but then again, to lock one guy down for that much, he we offered him ten for throwing your mill, and he said no. So now the question is, are the Dodgers going to offer him that much money after he resigns? Because he wants a multi-year deal. 
So I mean, they're going to try to see if he takes a little bit of a pay cut, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't they, think they, so. They let Manny Machado go. You know, Machado wanted a big contract. You know, he's in the Padres, but the Padres doesn't seem like they're going to be a bad no, team. No. They look pretty. They look they're decent. Pretty good. They're pretty good. Pieces, but they look yeah. decent. But the yeah. thing is, Boston has the history of not paying their players. This happened before with Manny Ramirez. They got they got rid of him again. They sent him on to the fucking Dodgers. So yep. like, here we go again. Ten years later, they get Mookie Betts. I I always been a Mookie Betts generation fan. player, man. Generational player. Always been a Mookie Betts fan. You know this. I know you love so, him. So, so so I'm happy that he's out of the fucking Red Sox and he's on the Dodgers, which is a team that I like too. Uh, I like the Dodgers for sure. Uh, so if they win it all with my man Clayton Kershaw, I'll be happy. Man, I'm depressed. I don't want it to be against the Yankees. I hope so. Can the Yankees win it this year? Absolutely. It's it's there. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Rays, we got to watch out for them. They're a really good team. Tampa Rays always start off really hot, and then mid-week, mid-two-year, they suck ass. They need to learn how to beat the Yankees. That, is their, that was their problem last year. I think a lot, re- a lot of people are not beating the Yankees. So, the Red Sox, you guys are going are going to go through a rebuilding state, but this happened because you guys gave J.D. Martinez a contract where he had the option to opt out of his $40 mm-hmm. million mm-hmm. deal. No. Uh, and he did it. He's like, oh, fuck you. The thing is that is going on. Analytics is ruining baseball. Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, these guys are off asking for mad money. And then, like, look at Harper. He's like, oh, I'm out. You got mad money, what happened to Team 1? Yo, you can't blame them. They want to get paid. You're right, I get it. They sell tickets, and they need to get paid. The way that MLB works, when you first come up, you don't make shit. No, you don't. You're on a five, six-year deal, Mm -hmm. and you're not making anything. So this is why we got endorsements, stuff like that. You know? Yeah, this is why a lot of uh, owners and teams. I mean, just Chris Bryant, for example. Mm-hmm. Like they brought him up, like after two weeks of him being in AAA, mm-hmm. and that is why he was ready. He was MLB yeah. ready, yeah. and they brought him up that early so they can use him for the entirety of his rookie deal. And that's the problem that like, these mm-hmm. guys are like, "Yo, I want to get paid. I'm in my prime." And then when players like Adam Jones, who used to play for the Baltimore Orioles and went on to Arizona and some mm-hmm. other team. He's like 33 now, 34, correct me wrong. I don't know the exact age. But he's in Japan now. That's what I heard of. Like 10, 15 years ago, that was not the case. These guys were getting deals back in the day. But analytics has been introduced to baseball mm-hmm. and is ruining uh, how free agency works. Like, look at fucking Dallas Kirkle last year. Like, he had to wait till, uh, uh, the, <laughs> till middle of the year to see which contender was willing enough <laughs> to give him money to play. Instead of getting paid in April and starting with the team the entire season, yeah. and that is happening because people, the the owners are like getting advice from these uh, other assholes that are now in baseball. Yeah, they're like, "Yo, this guy's gonna start declining. He does not deserve that amount of money." Yeah. So, did, uh, I told you guys like yesterday, I do foresee a blackout looming. It's gonna. I mean, well, not a blackout. Excuse me, a lockout well, of I the MLB because. I, yeah. I I think honestly, I think what happens is now is that let's say let's say you have a team where you have like. Five young guys are solid. Like these guys are gonna be studs. They're gonna be all stars. And then you have like that one guy's been there for a while. He's been as like some mookie. So we, I'm like, I rest. I'm thinking about Devers. We're gonna have to try to pay him, right? Benintendi, we gotta have to try to pay him. And then we we just paid JD. So like we drop down for twelve. Are we gonna, how are we able to keep these other young guys that are really solid players that can eventually be really big big all stars? Like, so I think it's a bigger picture thing. I think these baseball teams are trying to look at like not dropping so much money on one guy, right? Um, and even look at the Yankees, like they're eventually gotta figure out they're gonna have money put away for your boy Judge, because he just dropped money down on uh, what's Garrett his name, Garrett Cole. Um, the Yankees historically do pay their players. Yeah. The one player that they let go, and that you know we cried about it, and then we were upset about it was Robinson Cano. But yeah. Robinson Cano, Dude, Cano won a lot bad. of money, and yep. they're like, you know what, we're not gonna pay you, and they let him go. And how, how did that turn out for the Yankees? Nah, well, good for him because then then he got discovered. He, he got was, paid. He was, 
And he got fucking caught with PDs yeah. or whatever. And so that would have been another fucking black eye on the Yankees. Mm. And we turned out to be okay. Did the Yankees, like, suffer not making the playoffs? Yeah, for two years. Yeah. But we're fine. Yeah, we, we found we, replacements. We had great signings with Didi Gregorius at the time. And then whoever else was the second baseman. No. Um, but we turned out okay. Like, we do pay our players. So, uh, we're going to have to get rid of uh, one or two. Yeah, someone has, I mean, someone's had to clear out, make room for him. Because Judge is going to demand well, a lot of money. We can get rid of Gary Sanchez. Like, we don't need Gary Sanchez. Wait, how long are you locked in for? Isn't he, like, I don't know another eight years, I think, is all that? Yeah, six years. I don't know. Like, it's coming up soon. Their contracts, but we got fucking Torres, who we need to keep him. There's no way in hell we get him and letting him go doing the Mookie deal. Like, oh, now nah, you gotta go. No, Judge is gonna demand a contract mm-hmm. in the four hundred million dollars, and they're gonna pay him. There's no question about it. So that's what I think about baseball. Well, it's probably gonna be higher by then. Yeah, with inflation. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I think about what's gonna happen in baseball. It's just it's just sad. It's a black guy on the, on the best on Boston Red Sox for them mm. to once again get rid of the generational player, like just like for nothing. Yeah, they got money. They got Alex Berdoga, whatever. Um, the fuck. We got some random. And get rid of Price. I think I'm happy about. We still got to pay half his salary though. It was a salary dump from a team that yeah. makes money just because they yeah. wanted to save money on yeah. the luxury taxes. It just makes no fucking. Well, sense. I I used to think what it was is that you know that Mookie was not like no I want four hundred. Mill. No, he wasn't willing to take a pay cut. He, he was, and he, he was, and it was, they were hundred million dollars off. So he goes, well, you guys are not get the money to them out. So it's like, okay, so we can't pay you the four twelve for the twelve years you want it. And on top of that, we're forgetting that yeah, you guys give a different price. Like, the, you guys do give out their contract, these contracts, Some and then you guys regret prices, it. Uh, and then the Dodgers is like, yo, we got the money, we don't give a fuck. I, I always forget how much money the Dodgers have. Yo, like, Jesus Christ, they don't, they don't give a fuck. Like, yo, we got the money, we're gonna rent these places. Because what they want, is they rent it. They, they want, they want, want a chip. Series, they want a chip. Yeah. That's how bad they want. I got David Price, who I think is okay. And now you're going back to NL. That could be a, a yeah. good change for him. Yeah. And you got Mookie fucking bets. It's crazy. That team, that team is gonna be a uh, stacked. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm. Well, you know, besides the point, I am sad they left, but I'm also happy. But he's still my favorite player, and I hope he does good in the Dodgers. Right on. Uh, uh, what else we got here? So uh, last year we started. I mean, last week we started talking about wrestling. Okay. Uh, so I watched Raw yesterday. Mm. I think <laughs> I don't remember much for it. Mm. Uh, but um, what happened? So basically, Drew McIntyre, they were pushing him. Uh, I think he came out and squashed Mojo Raleigh or somebody, somebody else there. He squashed him. He looks okay. good. He's overdue. But where we getting teased with today is that Charlotte is going to face Rhea Ripley. Who... Why is Charlotte still winning? It's annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> I heard you talk about it. I was like, this chick is still winning. I thought she was like a... No, she's a 10-time champion. And oh, now they're, they're in a predicament where... Oh, they're doing that gimmick, right? Like her dad kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, oh, whatever. So fucking stupid. Yeah. But now they're stuck in a predicament. Like, nobody wants to see... Charlotte versus Becca, uh, Becca Lynch mm-hmm. if it was five years ago they would have gone that route because they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. uh, and they don't want to see Charlotte versus Bailey. we've already seen that you know so what they're doing is they're utilizing the the successful NXT they're going to use Rhea Ripley who's the NXT Women's Champion I thought they said they were going to just call it the NXT Champion but whatever the case mm-hmm. and I, I'll pay to see that Rhea Ripley's pretty badass mm-hmm. and Bianca Belair she's pretty good too uh, so I like they have Women's wrestlers that are doing their shit in NXT, not in the in the top uh, main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got Bama. I don't, I don't know where this Seth Rollins storyline is going. The Monday Night Messiah. I don't know where that shit is going. He has little groupies. He got Buddy Murphy and the AOP. They don't even have a fucking uh, faction name yet. Like, the fuck is this? It's yeah. like just his groupies. And then you got Kevin Owens and um, 
Samoa Joe and then whoever else. Oh, the fucking, the, what is it, the Viking, whatever, Raiders? Dude, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm assuming names I do recognize them. The only people I think I've, I've tried to follow is like people from AEW. That's about it. Oh, please. Don't get me into that. So, <laughs> and then you, you, so we, oh, okay, I do remember this. The one thing that I remember watching is Randy Orton coming out. Because, again, it's Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped. So I want to see mm-hmm. everything that has to do with Edge. So, the first thing that, that happened on Raw is Randy Orton comes out and he's getting fucking booed. Edge just made this dude, like, not Edge, but Randy Orton attacking Edge made this guy, like, the biggest fucking heel right now in WWE. Like, like he got booed out the fucking arena. Like, he didn't even get to talk. And I, that's 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 good. That's that's real heel shit. We're not getting heel Edge where we cheered him and then he got booed. Mm-hmm. Like when and when Edge came to the World Wumble in 2008, my first pay-per-view, first event, he faced Rey Mysterio and rebooted Rey Mysterio, who was the good guy, and we cheered Edge. He's now this guy, Randy Orton, is getting shitted on. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm 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 excited to see where that goes. Obviously, he's gonna uh, lead to a WWE uh, match uh WrestleMania. Unfortunately, it wasn't last year. I would have watched it live, but whatever. And then we get we get to see Ricochet. Who's considered a small guy? Ricochet uh, is gonna face Brock Lesnar at a Super uh, Showdown uh, for the WWE Championship, so that's gonna be dope. Brock Lesnar always has a great matches against smaller guys, so uh, that should be awesome. Now let's talk about AEW. I don't care about too much about AEW. I fell off. I fell off. I seriously did because I was expecting big things, but then I'm like, just getting bored with it a little bit. Uh, in order for you to keep up with the show, you gotta watch their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped watching that shit completely like two months ago. But I have a reason to uh, look at it, which I will not discuss yet. I will not reveal why for another couple of weeks. Uh, <clears throat> so I will try to try to watch their stuff. Usually today, since I'm off on Wednesdays, I catch AEW. Yeah, I do like Jericho, you know, but I want to see more. I want to, All I'm seeing is WWE guys fighting, you know. I want to see... Kenny Omega will be the champion. Like, I want to see Cody Rhodes the champion. This, they, they won't get it. But I know what to do with Chris Jericho. They need to establish the, the AEW championship with him and make him the longest reigning champion. You can't have, like, a, oh, I'm the champion for one month and then you're like, no, no, no. I know what they're doing. He's the most popular superstar, uh, superstar on the show. You'll see what happens with them. Mm-hmm. I, I do expect to see uh, some of these uh, released wrestlers from WWE show up on AEW TV. Especially Matt Hardy, who was not utilized at all by WWE. I think they just like, here's the shit about WWE, yo. They're fucking assholes. They saw that Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy were over. These guys were very popular in 2016 with their whole delete crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they like, oh, yeah, you guys are over. Come here. We're signing you. And they give them this, like, biggest return to WrestleMania, which was awesome. And then they don't do shit with them. They let Matt Hardy do his whole deletion thing, but it was, like, under Vince's control. Mm. And I guess the Hardy boys just came back because, you know, they wanted the last run. But I can see Matt Hardy being like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> it's just, like, just WWE. Like, they don't want nobody else being... It's like old, a betting being more beating a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, they tried to sign the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega last year, but they got bought out by fucking uh, Khan, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, another... Uh, just before the one from sports. You know the Jacksonville Jaguars? And the reason I'm bringing it up because it's Khan. Uh, the, the, owner, owner, yeah. the owner of AEW, the son. Uh, it, he's the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So next year, the Jacksonville Jaguars will play two games back-to-back at London. What do you feel about that? Oh, I think the whole idea is that they're trying to um, – the NFL also with the MLB, they're, they're in the plans of expanding. 
the league and adding more teams in Europe, especially UK. And we'll, we'll actually have to fly out and play games out there. So I think that's the plan. They're trying to test the market and see how people take any of it for that matter. So I don't know. I mean, usually it's bad luck when you play out there. The, usually the bum teams, like, don't do that hot. Or a good team does really bad when they play out there. So. Right on. Well, I know a lot of the players don't like it because that means that's two weeks away from their, their families are going to be in the U.K. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of trash. Yeah. Uh, but if anything, it'll be to their advantage. They're going to be playing teams that are flying in. That's true. And they, that's, that could be two easy wins for the Jacksonville Jaguars in the shitty AFC South. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but that's all we got for sports this week. Do you mm-hmm. have anything else you want to talk about before we get off here? No, I'm good. You're good? Well, that's, that was another episode of Filthy Commentary, guys. Uh, like I said, uh, if you guys haven't done so, if you if you listen to our uh, podcast on Apple, please rate, comment, do something. <laughs> like, let us know what we're doing bad and what we can do better. Or what do you want to see more of us talk about more topics or any ideas? Yeah, we do have a Twitter account, Colorful Commentary, but we mm-hmm. don't fucking use it, which is our fault. Mm-hmm. And then we do have a IG uh, page. I think it's Colorful Commentary Pod or whatever it is. Uh, you can just reach out there and just whatever. Just tell us, give us some rates. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Whatever. Yeah. Give us uh, some feedback. Uh, but yes, thank you for listening, guys. And as I always say, it's amazing.